Welcome to Brag Talks, the place where you can dream big and brag about it, sharing praiseworthy stories. Today's episode is hosted by Heather Van Cura, and today I'm pleased to have the following guest on our show, Gabriella Marine. And I just recently met Gabby when she was in San Francisco last, late last year. And I invited Gabby to be on the podcast because she had an amazing story about how she launched and founded her first startup. And I thought it was really exciting and I'm super excited to share it with you and learn more about the progress that she's been making since we spoke last year on her startup called ParkSmart. So welcome, Gabby. Thank you, Heather. Um, yes, uh, um, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on Brag Talks. And uh, I've heard uh, the other uh, people that were in your podcast, and I'm very excited to be part of this, this group. Um, so yeah. Um, so should I get started? Yeah, sure. So yeah, this season we're doing, you know, starting new things and transitions and pivots. And I thought your story story was very inspiring, especially just, you know, why you started ParkSmart and how you got it going. So please share with us your story and your success. Thank you. Yes, so ParkSmart um, was created uh, the idea actually came to me in about 2017, um, and uh, it even started before that. Uh, uh, my uh, my husband's actually from Senegal, and we had decided in uh, 2016 uh, to move to Senegal and uh, and raise our children. We wanted to have them exposed to the culture, and we just felt that it was an opportunity for us to kind of experience um, Senegal as a family. Um, now, when we moved to Senegal, uh, we moved to Dakar and uh, Dakar is an amazing city. And um, I was actually, I lived in Dakar in 2009 as a single person. And um, it, it was great. Uh, it was an exciting time for me. Uh, I just love the culture. The people were so welcoming. I, I've never experienced anything like it. And it was, it was just something that I wanted my children to experience as well. Um, but one of the things that kind of, I guess, annoyed me a bit was the fact that um, vehicles were always parked on the sidewalk. And at the time when I first uh, moved to Senegal in 2009, it didn't really bother me so much. It kind of annoyed me, but um, I could live with it. You know, it's okay. Um, and one of the things that I realized, of course, is people, people are not necessarily doing it on purpose. It's just that there is nowhere uh, to park. So people find the best way that they can park, which tend to be on the sidewalk. Um, and, um, but when I came back uh, to the car in 2016 with my kids, it became a, a whole new problem because now I was really uh, getting annoyed that I had to work with my children on the street and the cars were parked on the sidewalk. So, 
and uh, <clears throat> had that, it was a bit, uh, now it was, I, I kind of felt like something needed to be done. Um, so I, uh, as I was walking around the car, I realized that there were a lot of empty lots, right? So I said, why not? Why don't these lots um, allow vehicles to park in them so we can at least alleviate some of the sidewalks? Um, so ParkSmart was created with that idea. You know, um, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, <clears throat> be able to have uh, to have a, a way of uh, moving those vehicles from the sidewalk to to an actual parking lot or maybe empty lots. Um, and I knew I'm like I'm just one person that <laughs> cannot change the entire dynamic or the city. Or you know, or even the culture, because I mean, as the years went by, people just got used to doing this. Um, so I knew we couldn't change everything, but at a minimum, I think maybe it's a good opportunity to kind of use some of my knowledge in real estate and apply that to parking. So I, and I, I went back to my partner and I said, you know what? I think if I open a parking lot, I can fill it up pretty quick. Um, so, 2018, we actually uh, negotiated for an empty lot, um, and uh, we, uh, one of the uh, owner of an empty lot, was not doing anything with it. And you know, after begging and telling him, like, you know, we're not going to build anything. We just kind of want to test to be able to see if how many vehicles we can get in here, get some vehicles off the road. Um, you know, I think it's a win-win. You know, so he actually agreed to it and he allowed us to use his vacant lot. Um, and at the time, I had a, a very little knowledge on how to open a business. I, I knew about real estate in the United States, but that's because I invested myself, you know, so it was like, you know, my own investment, but uh, opening a business I had no idea. Um, so I had to learn a lot of it from scratch. Um, and also, I had the, the language barrier because in Senegal, people uh, speak French or, or Wolof. And uh, so it was the challenge of upon another challenge. Uh, but I hate to say it, it, it was fun for me. It was fun learning um, what do I need to know? What can I do? It was just sort of as a challenge to do something. And, um, and I have to say, the Senegalese government was so accommodating to companies. Uh, at the beginning, I, you know, I thought with all the bureaucracy that normally you hear about, I thought, oh, it's going to take me forever to just open my license and get my registration. And it actually took me two weeks, which was nuts. And I couldn't believe it. it and it actually could have taken me less time uh, if I had all the documents uh, together. I just I forgot certain things. So I was really amazed how um, the Senegalese government made it uh, so welcoming to open uh, to, to facilitate entrepreneurship. And it was the program that I didn't just launch. So I was really happy and that kind of encouraged me a little bit more. I'm like, oh yes, we can do this. Um, so uh, we, both, we broke ground, if you will. Uh, we started working on a lot and uh, you know, I had this uh, kind of foolish confidence, if you will. I said, oh, I'm gonna get this parking lot filled in a month this is going to be easy <laughs> and then I opened and then we had like two cars <laughs> and I had we had space for about 300 vehicles at the time and, and I, I was like what what are we doing wrong <laughs> you know 
it was just kind of amazing. I'm like, why can't the people just come into our lot? And, you know, then I realized that, um, you know, we, we maybe were not in the best location. You know, we assume many things and, uh, uh, you know, we had two vehicles in our parking lot, I think, for the first two months. And, you know, I was, I was panicking because I'm like, well, we need to have more. And why they, can they come? And, and I think, uh, you know, uh, at that time we realized that, you know, basically it's just people were not used to go in there. And um, because the site was kind of secure, they just assumed that they couldn't go in there or they were just kind of afraid that maybe uh, they're not supposed to be there. Um, so we kind of had to change a little bit of the dynamic. We did some site marketing. We went to the different businesses around the, around the area. And little by little, they started coming. Um, and it was great. Uh, at the time, uh, I had a team of two people, um, my one security guard and my admin person. And uh, we, we, just, we just kept... Uh, increasing the numbers and as we increase the numbers of course we increased our staff and you know we had to uh, go from managing everything in excel to using quickbooks uh, uh, and, and just doing all everything that, I, that we could it was new to me managing a parking lot was something that i didn't know anything about but i had to learn um and uh, i did my research i went to uh I joined some of the programs in the States um, that were available online and, um, and my team also, I tried to, we tried to kind of adapt as we went. Um, and little by little, we, we started getting full. And um, as we were getting full, you know, I realized that some of the tools that I really needed to optimize my parking were not, uh, I was not able to afford because we were kind of like a new company. And, it was very expensive to ship anything to Senegal. Um, we needed barriers, we needed kiosks, we needed all these additional things. Um, and uh, I mean, we could afford it, but we'll be serious that. So what we did instead, we said, well, can we use some of the tools that are already available in the US, some of the online tools, parking reservation. And as we were doing our research, um, we realized that, you know, it was some of the companies refused. I don't know if they, I don't know if I want to say refused, but they, they didn't, they were not uh, uh, looking into the African market to sell their products. Um, only one company said, okay. And it was very, they were very expensive. And some of the are the companies that we talked to, uh, they were really, their solutions were very geared towards North America and Europe. Um, and they were very expensive for us. So we said, well, you know, let's see what we can find in the market that will allow us to manage our tools better. Maybe we can look at some of the tools, um, not necessarily here for Europe or America. And uh, we did find some, but it was not enough. We, we, we actually worked with some tools that were good but not for our markets and then so in about 2019 is when the idea of parksmart.com came in so we went from a parking lot which was parksmart physical um, to parksmart.com which was an online solution that can work for emerging markets 
Um, so we kind of have to shift gears. The parking lot was sort of work, already working, uh, making profit. We could uh, have a, a, a good team to work on it. Um, but we felt that, and this is where um, we felt that we could do more. Um, we felt that uh, Parks My Online can provide solutions for emerging markets that are geared to them. Um, obviously we're Senegal, so we started with Senegal, but as we were realizing, and I was talking to some of my friends from different parts in Africa and also in Latin America, that some of the tools, they were struggling with the same issues, you know, um, the tools are not here for them. They don't accept a uh, pay by phone um, uh, for, for, the, for these kind of markets. Um, and they're not flexible enough for what they need. So we decided to do parksmart.com. We created our own software. Um, we tested it in our parking lot. Um, and the idea initially with the first, uh, I guess the first uh, iteration of parksmart.com was to create a, a parking management system that could be run from any phone. Um, and we did. So initially, our parksmart.com can be downloaded to any of your phones and you can start your operation um, immediately. Uh, and at the time we made it available for anybody because we felt that th these parking lots that are around the car, they're not what you would think about. You know, some of these guys, um, a lot of the math they do in their heads, you know, a lot of the, and I, and I see them and I see the stress level for them to be able to maintain some of these things, but they're also not uh, so open to technology. Some of the parking lots are not so open to technology because they've been doing it this way for a while. So we felt that we needed to give them something very simple to do. You register a vehicle in and out. And with that, that simple thing that you do, allows you to do so many analytics in the background, subscriptions. You can figure out how long vehicles have been at your site and you can do so many reports analytics with just one simple transaction, register a vehicle in and out. Um, of course, we do price and configuration. Anyways, I can go on and on and on about the tool, but the idea was to be able to create a light solution for parking operators in emerging markets. So they don't have to order this uh, expensive barriers. They don't have to have, you know, uh, you know a, a $20,000 cashier register that sits in the middle of something. They, they don't have to do that. They just need a phone. They need a phone and they need a person at the front door. And that simple change, it's such a huge change for their operations. Um, so that was the first set of partsmart.com. Um, and uh, it makes such a huge difference even for us. I mean, we double our profits and we just put this simple change. And we went to different um, parking operators and we showed them what they can do. Some of them were intimidated at the beginning, but they saw the value in, in what we did. And, and then we realized that um, the tool that we're offering, it, it has to be a gear towards uh, to, towards these kind of markets because uh, it, it it's not a one, uh, you know, it's not one at all. So, um, and then, so that was, I guess, version 
to a park tomorrow and then we want to take it even further and it's the parking reservation which is a kind of phase three if you call it a park smart so this is the one uh more innovation of it um park smart we want to be able to have parking reservation um in emerging markets by crowdsourcing uh, so if you uh, think about it, it's uh, in many different countries, it's always a guy on the street that's, that's helping you park your vehicle. Um, so our idea was why not we, we help these guys in a way. It's, it's kind of like a win-win. We get information from them. They help people find parking spaces through our system. And they also make their income in, in a way that's more efficient to them. So like a VIP process. But they're also giving us information. You know, if there's a construction work on a street, right? They can upload that information and say, "Hey, there's uh, there's uh, construction work on this sidewalk. Don't come. You know, it, it's blocked." Um, so that you know, the idea is to be able to have this uh, kind of solution that makes us the two. We have somebody that's making uh, income uh, on the side with allowing uh, helping people find parking at, uh, when they arrive and also they're providing data information for cities so they can actually say maybe there's some construction happening or maybe there's um, i don't know the, um, the whole block is the whole uh, street is blocked um so that's where you know park smart uh, reservation system came in and, and this is the, the solution that we're pushing um, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's very exciting uh, for us. Um, we have a lot to do. Um, uh, we think it's, it's a good solution because it's gonna help uh, um, some of the informal market get formalized as well and maybe create different opportunities for them. Um, so we are very excited to push this, uh, this product. And uh, you know, maybe there's gonna be another iteration of ParkSmart, but we just, we just continue and um, we continue to, to research and understand the market that we're in. Um, and uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I couldn't have done any of this without, um, you know, without being here. I mean, moving to Africa, to be honest with you, it was just, it was something that just came in my mind. And, uh, you know, uh, having a lot of people uh, support you in so many different ways, it, it, it's great. And, and being able to see your, your product become something is very exciting. And that's the people that you're moving with. Uh, um, it's, it's great. I mean, I, I just love it. And I think in the States, uh, I don't know why I, I never became an entrepreneur. I was wondering, I'm like, I should have done something in the States. What was I waiting for? Um, but it, it took this experience to come here and actually do it from here. Um, and uh, it's very exciting. I mean, I, I, um, I'm glad that we did it. You know, I, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, I hope that it's going to go far. And uh, yeah, so that's congratulations. That's <laughs> yeah, congratulations <laughs> on launching your company. And yeah, I think, like you said, it was the insp the inspiration was in the move. Um, I was fortunate enough to um, visit Senegal one time in 2015. So the year before you moved to Senegal um, with your family. Um, but I think it's really exciting because of a couple of different aspects, both the 
especially having been there myself and experienced the culture and the people. So the digital transformation for the um, individuals um, and companies that are based there. And then also that aspect that you kind of went, mentioned, the smart city aspect of, of helping the cities. So, and then also, you know, the opportunity for the rest of the continent for other emerging markets. So I think it's amazing. And I know that you've had a little, um, some more recent momentum just very recently um, in terms of the startup competition that you entered. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and your good news there? Uh, yeah, so we, yeah, we're very excited. Uh, we were actually selected as one of 10 companies um for the second startup bootcamp africa tech um and telecell accelerator and we're actually selected out of over 2300 startups so um it's it's very exciting news for us uh we were selected last week um so we're going to be in a three-month accelerator program and we've already seen uh, some of the work come in our way, which is very exciting, the connections that we're going to get. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, we're very excited. The team that's working with us, they're all amazing. Um, and um, I think that, you know, they've done really good for other startups. Uh, so we're very excited to see where we're going to be in four months from now. Yeah, that is um, exciting to hear about. Congratulations again on that win. And I think also you're creating opportunity for local people right there in Senegal. I think you told me a couple stories about some of the people that you had joined your team early on and have helped you to scale the business just to the point where you've gotten now. And I know you have um, vision of where you're going to go in the future. Yeah, so the, actually the two people that I started, uh, they're still with me, um, the two first, first people. Um, and, you know, uh, Kati Manomba, who is our, she's our admin, well, she started as an admin and now she's become our, our finance, uh, I guess, our, our kind of like a CFO for, uh, uh, now for, for the parking. She's done so amazing, uh, you know, at the beginning, uh, She's helped me so much with uh, even the language. Uh, you know, she, she spoke some English and I spoke a little bit of French. And between that, we were able to communicate very well. And, you know, she's moved on. Uh, uh, she's moved up so much that she's so highly respected by all our clients. And she's done really good. Um, and, you know, I, um, I, uh, I praise that we go really well. I, I hope that we go really, really and she's gonna kind of stay with me throughout the whole time. Uh, but you know, things you never know in life. But I'm I'm very happy to see where she has gone. We also have a one of our our, our main the I guess I call him my head security now. Um, but you know, he started with uh, doing the construction flat you know flattening the land at the beginning, and that was kind of uh, the work that he did. But he's gone so much more. I mean, now he's become our our, our project manager for any uh, construction work that we have to do. And uh, he takes care of anything related to the security also within our, he's the head security of our team. Um, so these two guys have done so amazing and they've been very um, flexible because if any started company, you need to be very flexible in what you're doing and they both have. So I'm very happy to have them in my team. And since then we have, uh, 
we have uh, added uh, nine more people to our team. And I always, um, I, I, I try to uh, hire people that have um, not necessarily uh, tons of experience, but are driven, you know, they want more. So we always kind of start with, okay, you know, let's see what you can do at a base level, but what is it that you really want to do? What, what drives you? So I try to gear them in that direction within the company. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very happy about my team. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's inspiring story of how you were looking for opportunities and were able to become an entrepreneur and launch your company and then navigate throughout. And I completely agree with your hiring philosophy. And I think more and more people are hiring based on personality, right? And um, desire and potential and, you know, learn the skills on the jobs. Um, so it sounds like you're um, building a great team and you're having great success with your company. So I find your story extremely inspiring, inspiring and I appreciate you being on Brag Talks today and sharing your story. I'll make sure to include your contacts um, for Park Smart in the show notes. Any closing words for the podcast episode today? Um, just one more, I guess, brag <laughs> that I wanted to show and also share some of our, uh, hopefully, uh, near success is that we've actually partnered uh, with the Dakar, uh, Dakar American University of Science and Technology. Um, and what we're doing with them, we're, um, we have the students um, develop smart gate barriers in Senegal with locally sourced materials. Um, and so they're going to be using the ParkSmart with the idea that they use the ParkSmart platform. So that's also uh, kind of an exciting thing for us because we wanted the students to kind of just think outside about how can we create something that's geared for this market, you know, that we don't have to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in import fees. Can we make some of that here as well for us made from Senegal or Senegal? Um, so that's that's another aspect, and um, Dallas University is helping us with that. So I think they want to brag about that, but also brag about the students because they're very inspiring. They're they're you know they're the future engineers, the future leaders, and they're also helping us with part smart. So that was the last thing that I kind of wanted to maybe brag about, and I just uh, wanted to thank you, Heather, for giving me this opportunity to talk about Park Smart Innovation and where we are and where we're going. Well, thank you, Gabby, for sharing with us about Park Smart and best wishes to you as you continue to grow your company. 100% agree that innovation comes from everywhere, innovation as well as inspiration. So always be on the lookout for those things and you never know where it will take you on your career journey. So thanks so much for sharing your inspiring story with us today. And I look forward to hearing more about it in the future. Thank you, Heather. Thanks again. Thank you for giving me this platform. Thanks for listening to this episode of Brag Talks. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe.